0: no mamanina boom no mamanina excuse me i had uh, something in my throat there Hi, everybody. Welcome to Comedy Killed the Video Star. I'm your host, Matthew Shadorn. This is the podcast where I have a guest on to talk about the music videos that they love, hate, love to hate, or just baffle them. This week, I enter into a whole new world. That new world is new with an omelette because I discussed some new metal videos with my good friend Dustin Meadows. New metal is another genre that I was really kind of unfamiliar with. I wasn't really into it when when it was new. It's a genre that I wasn't really familiar with when it was coming out in the 90s and the aughts. It's something I lived through, but I, I wasn't really... I'd certainly heard a bunch of it on the radio and MTV and various friends' cars, but I never really got into it. So I, uh, I was glad to have Dustin Meadows as my guide. He is the host of New Metal Who Dis, podcast, uh, where he and a friend examine this oft-overlooked and diminished genre of music. You know, it was a fun episode. It was much better than last episode, where Kitty Speed also exposed me to some music that I was not familiar with, and it was terrible. That being the music of Stacy Ferguson. And let that be a lesson to you, Kitty. I'm still mad at you about the last episode, and I think that, uh, yeah, Dustin did a much better better job here bringing me things that uh, i wasn't familiar with but uh, were funner to experience and fun to talk about as well so yeah so i hope you enjoyed this episode it's it's an interesting one i will say that i do make a mistake i said that uh, in there i said that a, a girlfriend gave me a box set of or shared a box set of power man 5000 and what i was really thinking of was galaxy 500 so that's a different band altogether which explains why when i did listen to the power man 5000 music I was like this does not remind me at all of the music that uh, that ex had lent me and it's because it's a, it's a completely different band and that's oh well anyways so thanks everybody for listening if you could if you have the time please uh, rate review subscribe it really helps out the podcast it helps other people find it you know share it with a friend that's really that would be really great if you want to let us know what's going on with you or what you think of the, the show you can reach me directly at comedy kill the video star at gmail.com and if you want to watch the videos uh, before during or after the show the uh, links to those videos are in the show notes uh, below and of course as always original music by the original sarah mann and with no further ado let's go talk to dustin about some new metal Please welcome to the show, comedian, musician, and host of New Metal Who Dis podcast, Dustin Meadows. Dustin, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Matt.
0: Oh, no. Always a pleasure. It's great to see you. It's been a while.
1: Likewise. Yes.
0: But Dustin, I reached out to you because I wanted to talk about some music videos. You're always great to talk to. <laughs> I'll say that. But uh, I was like, well, you know, I want to I wanna talk to Dustin on the show. And I was like, let's see what Dustin's area of, not area of expert. well, I don't know. Would you call this your area of expertise new metal?
1: It, it is certainly one of them, yes. This is definitely yes. in my wheelhouse.
0: Yeah. So I was like, you know, I, I don't know anything about new metal. It's kind of a genre that, you know, I was alive for, but it kind of like passed over under like th- through in one year and not the other kind of I was aware of new metal but I wasn't really in the culture at all I don't know if you ever got that vibe from me hanging out Dustin
1: Yes uh- that I was never <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say there's there's minimal overlap with gene code genes and people who have the majority of the criterion collection.
0: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of a lot of great new metal classics in the uh, in the in the criterion collection. Yeah, I so I I was like show me I was like show me your world, Dustin. It's like <laughs> I'm the Jasmine on the flying carpet and you're my <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> show a whole new world to me, Dustin. So. Um, let's talk about your history with new battle you you've been, yeah you've been a fan since since the beginning, I assume, or pretty much since, it,
1: since its inception. So a lot of it largely is uh, is due to growing up in a small town and not really having access or even knowing that, like, cooler stuff existed. <laughs> right. So, I mean, uh, it was a one light conservative redneck town. Like w- one of the things that our school did for school spirit was drive your tractor to school day. Uh, so <laughs> that kind of I, I feel like that's telling of where I grew up. Right. And basically your only options for music, there was a classic rock station uh, that we got. So if you just wanted to listen to like the Eagles and ACDC all the time, that that was what you went mm-hmm. for. There was there were like two or three country stations we got, which. I, I've I've come around a little bit more on in my adult years some of the uh, the contemporary country from like the early '90s like the Garth Brooks Brooks and oh. uh, Dunn uh, Alan Jackson stuff like that but at the time I wasn't super into it um, and then the other see I've, we I've got... actually
0: I've actually gone in the other direction with the pop country of my youth where it's like I would my dad would listen to it all the time mm-hmm. and I'd be like yeah this is fine this is okay and now I find it just repellent I find it so <laughs> horrible I hate that Garth Brooks the Alan Jackson all that bullshit. I'm just like I. I oh. hate it. I can't, I can't list. It's like it's like nails on a chalkboard to me now. I because I don't know. I like. There's a lot of country I do like, but it's a lot of like I don't know. It is not pop country. I'll say that. It's kind of sure it's not to be. It's like the more authentic country. You know, if it's I want, like, I want a country like song. Classic, like- like the outlaw yeah. country I want kind Tammy of that era yeah I want Tammy Wynette breaking a bottle and threatening to cut a bitch like that's sure. the kind of country I want <laughs> I, Not, I mean anyways.
1: I mean you can have lonesome ornery and mean and you can also have Boots scoot and boogie they can coexist and I am living proof so
0: <laughs> boot scoot and boogie can scoot the fuck out of my life as far as I'm concerned <laughs> wow anyways wow Um, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to let the thunder roll, man. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so, So, yeah, so it was classic rock country. And
1: so the other station we got uh, that still exists out of Columbus, Ohio, is called 99.7 The Blitz. Uh, And that was the hard rock station. Uh, They played Mm -hmm. like a lot of metal. Like it was they'd occasionally play ACDC, but it was stuff like Metallica, uh, Living Color, Guns and Roses. And of course, they also played a lot of new metal. So like that's where I first heard. Power Man 5000, Disturbed, Corn, Limp Biscuit. That was a mm-hmm. combination of that, and uh, also around the height of its popularity, Corn and Limp Biscuit were two bands that kind of dominated. Uh, Total Request Live on MTV, uh, and I I loved right. music videos. I still love music videos. I think they're a wonderful art form. So I mean, I watched MTV, and I would watch Total Request Live because sure, a lot of it was kind of schlocky stuff. But then you would get something like you'd get introduced to like "Freak on a Leash" by Korn and <laughs> it was uh, right. it was something like it was different. So me being kind of an angsty young white male who hated his dad, I mean that music. Really hit for me <laughs> <laughs> and it connected. Yeah. So. So, I mean, for years, that was what I was into until I discovered punk rock. And I still listen to some of this music. I mean, I started a podcast about it with my uh, my friend and co-host Nick Glasser last year around this time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like it, it's one of those things where like people kind of treat like a band like Limp Bizkit like a guilty pleasure. And I'm very firmly of the mindset that like I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Like, if you like something, you like something. Like, who gives a shit what anyone else says? So, I mean, there's definitely a lot of that new metal that hasn't aged well but i think there is a case that can be made that some of it has absolutely stood the test of time it has endured some of it's even good and i i would also put out there like people like shit talk an entire genre of music and i i think that's kind of narrow-minded like i don't I'm not super into electronic music, but I I would never sit here and insist that it has no value, that it has no relevance artistically, because obviously it connects with some people and the right. same with new metals like like Limp Bizkit didn't sell three million albums to nobody. Like <laughs> right. somebody, somebody bought Nookie, like somebody bought those albums, you know? Yeah. I mean, that is
0: true. They're, they're the extremely popular and I do think that there is some, you know, and in this you know, you brought me three new metal videos and kind of while I was doing research for this, I was kind of searching around for other new metal things. And I, I will admit there were some songs that I had not really listened to since the 90s. And I'm just like, this is pretty, you know, this has got a, this has got a lot of energy to it. Uh, it's got a lot of just like, you know, guitars and bass and drums. And it's just like you could be like, oh, this would be on like my workout mix because this is really like music that I'm getting up to. Yeah, but absolutely. Um, at the same time, there's a lot that is not <laughs> that is not maintained uh, aesthetically for from uh, from some of these things oh, in for terms sure. of sound, in terms of like like you were saying, Jinko jeans and some of the uh, some of the uh, like the <laughs> I forget the guy from uh, Static X who has like a braided beard, Wayne Static, like. yes, his Wayne Static, thank you,
1: and the uh, the. Uh, 14 inch high, high hair. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah. Oh man. I want to talk about that, but we'll wait till we get to the video. But yeah, it's like a lot of these looks are like, "Mm, that. didn't really, I don't know about that one. (laughs) Probably best left in the (laughs) nineties. But yeah, I, yeah, I see what you're saying about uh, people being dismissive of the whole genre, your podcast. Like what's the, what's kind of the format of that are you just re-examining particular songs or albums or how's it working
1: so it's a lot to we kind of try and cover a pretty wide stretch of new metal uh, and it's cultural impact so the our bread and butter is absolutely like going back to albums like we looked at corn self-titled godsmack self-titled limp Bizkit significant other albums like that uh-huh. we also were looking at because uh, there was a there was about a five or six year stretch where new metal was incredibly prevalent uh, in movies and right and the aesthetic of certain movies so we did like queen of the dance <laughs> and so we watched oh, really? the movie and we listened to the soundtrack and we discussed both of them because one I mean I mean, Anne Rice wrote the book, but like the movie is very clearly informed by the contemporary music of the time. Jonathan Davis from Korn even wrote uh, like half of the songs for the soundtrack that um, Lestat hmm. the vampire sings with his vampire rock and roll bands. So it's this real kind of uh, interesting intersection of popular literature from uh, Anne Rice, who wrote the entire Vampire Chronicles series, most known by, got put on people's radar with Interview with the Vampire back in the early 90s. Hmm. And we just recorded, we haven't dropped it yet, but we just recorded uh, an episode looking at some of the best and worst covers in New Metal history. So we're we're looking at all kinds of different things. Like I said, the movies, the soundtracks, we're going to talk. Uh, eventually about the relationship of new metal to wrestling uh eventually because there's a lot yeah. of overlap there so yeah it, yeah it's it, it's really it's just kind of going back looking at this thing seeing how we felt about it then and like how we feel about it now how it's held up if it's held up at all what uh impact mm-hmm. it's had like i mean if you told me Five years ago, that I was going to be in, do an episode defending uh, the insane clown posse's great Malenko album, I I would have <laughs> thought I could maybe see myself doing that, but but I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a that's nice. It's a critical reassessment of of all this stuff from, you know, when you were a kid and yeah. Uh yeah, I I dig that. So, you say you did the the covers, which kind of leads us into this first video. But like yes. just as a preview, what do you think are some of the best and worst covers? Cuz I'm going to ask is is Alien Ant Farm count as new metal?
1: Alien Ant Farm is absolutely part of the new metal conversation, for sure. And uh that's yeah. actually a really Cuz I was going to say I that.
0: really hate that.
1: Although Although that cover did not make either of our lists for best or worst of, there there are a lot. Uh, I found out there are way more covers in new metal than I than I could comprehend. Uh huh. So without spoiling but too much, uh, well... I will tell you one of our so so one of our worst covers is from a band called Spineshank, uh, who covered the Beatles' "While My Guitar Gently <laughs> Weeps," and it is very bad. Oof. It is it is very bad. <laughs> and one of the you know what, the you covers had me, that we both really liked
0: no you had me at spine shank <laughs> for it's really bad <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> anyways
1: oh yeah and, and the tragedy is is the first few singles by that band i like but this cover is oh the cover is bad one of the good covers yeah. on our list is by female fronted metal band named hailstorm and they actually covered uh daft punk's get lucky from uh Random access <laughs> memories, uh, and it's right. it's a fun cover. Like it's it's them having a good time with it, and she's also a really impressive vocalist. Like, and she's a great metal vocalist as well. So, yeah, I, I don't want to ruin anyone's appetite. Oh, okay. But there's a little appetizer from our best and worst of for that upcoming episode.
0: Yeah. I've never heard of either of those covers. I, I So yeah, that sounds interesting. I'd I'd kind of yeah, I I would give a new metal cover of Get Lucky a listen. I think that's worth that's certainly worth a listen. Oh, especially on yeah, your recommendation. Yeah. But yeah, I think that the alien ant farm the smooth criminal cover i fucking hate that so much <laughs> 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 and yeah and there's like two music videos for that they're both equally bad but one is kind of actively racist so it's weird
1: <laughs> so the, let me let me tell you something really quick that might make you like their cover of smooth criminal okay <laughs> so when alien ant farm
0: wait are you going to be like <laughs> did you know the guy who originally sang it was a child molester <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Oh no 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 no! no. Uh, I I can accurately say unless you have listened to new metal, who dis, you're not going to know what I'm where I'm going with this. So okay so i saw alien ant farm when i was in high school they headlined something called Uh the snow core tour and it was right around the time that smooth criminal had been out for maybe a month or two and everybody suddenly was super into alien ant farm and i i had been on board since i'd heard their first single movies which i really dug and i ended up picking up the album and i and it's an underrated album like and smooth criminal is honestly probably the weakest song on that album And I don't even think it's a bad song. I just think it's their weakest song uh, because the rest of the album is so good. Mm. And one point during Alien Ant Farm's set, the crowd is yelling for them to play Smooth Criminal that obnoxious thing like Freebird for new metal and <laughs> dryden mitchell the singer eventually like he finally gets tired of it and he looks out at the crowd and like they've clearly anticipated this he says like we know there's we've got a new single that you all want to hear we like we're really proud it's an artist we really respected. we wanted to do our own version so that's why we're going to play it right now we're going to play a little song for you called smooth operator and then they immediately launched into an amazing cover of Smooth Operator by Sade. <laughs> and so many I, people all right, all right, yeah. were furious. And it it was <laughs> such a great cover. They immediately played Smooth Criminal after that little fake out, but but like what what a great goof. So so if nothing the, else, they have a sense of humor.
0: Right. Was it a new metal cover of Smooth Operator or was it like a legit cover of it, Smooth Operator? It was a
1: very it was a very faithful cover of it sounded the oh, same, except wow. a dude was singing it instead of Sade. And everyone around wow. me was like so angry and confused. And I was like, this is amazing. I love the everything about this. <laughs> I
0: would I would have loved that too. I would just every time if I hear Smooth Operator, I'm just like
1: Smooth Operator.
0: I just love it so much. It's so good. No, oh, it's such a good song. It's, it's
1: super catchy. I couldn't tell oh my you a damn the thing best. else by Sade, but that song is is wonderful.
0: Yeah, there's a number of really good Sade songs, and I can't think of any right now off the top of my head either. They've all been pushed <laughs> out by information I've gleaned about new metal over the last few days. So <laughs> uh so So let's talk about yeah. So the first video you brought me was was Killswitch Engage mm-hmm. with their cover of Holy Diver, which yes. is the uh, the classic Dio song. This is from 2009, and it's directed by a gentleman named Brian Thompson. So this is I was I was like, wait, I know the song. This is like the that was like, oh, it's the Dio song, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, when I was doing my research, I realized that do you know that the 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 video is a cover too?
1: Yes, like, yes. The video is a very. It's like it's not shot for shot, but it is very much a no. recreation of the original video of Dio just wandering around a creepy castle with a sword and a bunch of cat-eyed like wizards in cloaks or whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah which I kind of love yeah it's a it's a bit tongue and it's a much more tongue-in-cheek version of Dio's video which it has that very 80s uh fantasy aesthetic like it looks like beastmaster mm -hmm. or Like outlaw of gore, like these very like low budget like fantasy movies from the eighties. It's kind of it's kind of great to watch.
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah, that's a fun one. But so kill switch engage, not a band I was really familiar with. Got a great name, I'll say that. That's a real wonderful. Like you know what you're getting into when you get when you look up you know kill switch engage. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. but uh, what's your what's your history? Why'd you pick this one?
1: So I went with this one uh, to kind of like so all three of these. I would not say that these are necessarily representative, the best representations of new metal. But I think mm-hmm. if I were going to try to convince someone to listen to the genre, these three songs would absolutely be on the playlist or the mixtape that I made somebody to try and get them into it. Mm. This one, I I went with solely. We we talked about this a lot on our covers uh, episode that'll be dropping because I I, mm-hmm. I love this. I think it's a great cover, and and like you said, I noticed early too. It's it is very much kind of a recreation of the original. General Dio video. I think a lot of what kind of works against New Metal sometime is that many of the artists like clearly take themselves way too seriously oh
0: for sure yeah
1: and there's not always a sense of humor or even a sense of like that they're enjoying this like (laughs) case in point I saw Andrew WK at an Ozfest and I watched a bunch of metalheads boo a man who only wanted to have a good time and encourage everyone around him to party And, and 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 that very much sums up kind of the mentality of a lot of this stuff and this is a band who absolutely like their other stuff is much heavier It's a little darker, but this is proof that those bands can, like, cut loose and have fun, too. And it's also, it's just a really good cover. Like, it doesn't try to reinvent the song in any way. And I'm blanking on the lead singer's name, but he is a hell of a vocalist, too. Like, he he is Uh hands down... One of the better vocalists in new metal because he has that range. Uh, And as someone who has tried to do Rainbow in the Dark at karaoke before and failed, if you're going to do Dio, you got to have. You got to have some pipes.
0: Right. Yeah, definitely. He's uh, Howard Jones. This is the fellow's name. Mm, okay. Yeah, no, this is, there's some very funny bits in this, which we'll get to as we kind of go through it. But yeah, and it is, there, there is a bit, yeah, it is a lot more tongue in cheek than, but also very loving. Like you can tell, like, you know, these are guys who they grew up on Dio. They love Dio. They, they did this great cover, which, yeah, it is, it's a fun cover of the, of the song. And they really only do, there's a bit more growling in it than, uh, in the original Dio cover, which is kind of, you know, in keeping with the new metal kind of sound. But but let's kind of talk about... So we so it opens up on a castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't... I was trying to do more research. And I couldn't figure out where this castle was. It was hard to find information. But then there's all these folks who, you know, they just came from the Renfest. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it's very much like... And then, you know, the band in modern times in the courtyard of the castle playing the song, this kind of where yes. we're cutting between. We're cutting through this f- between the fantasy and then them performing hmm just rocking out though i the stance on this guitarist here is uh is a bit too butt butt out for me like it's a weird wait this guy
1: <laughs> oh yeah basis <laughs> oh, he's a little the, bit, uh, that's the other guitarist
0: yeah this guitarist okay yeah and he's just a little bit too much but out but yeah but they seem like a cool band uh <laughs> they seem like they're very much enjoying themselves too which is great you know we go oh, into yeah. the and then, the, and the they're hall. all like
1: they're clearly clearly a bunch of nerds like which is what most metal bands are
0: <laughs> oh f- for real yeah <laughs> it is yes that is true because it feels like you know it's like they got everybody from the Renfest and I was like which they were just at like they were just at the Renfest and they were like hey it's closing down you guys want to come and shoot a music video with us like (laughs) But yeah, this guy's got you know he's got a suit, suit of armor on that like fits like it would a normal human being. He doesn't look like an action hero really. He he, he looks like a big goofball. And yeah. then we we see the king who is the drummer. So all the main characters are members of the band, and the king is yes, the drummer. The
1: that we saw. Uh, is, he's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, the knight is the guitarist.
0: The guitarist, yeah. Uh, he's my favorite person in the whole video because he's always got a leg of button, and every time they cl- do a close up of him, he takes a big bite of the leg of button. It doesn't matter yes. what else is going yeah. on. <laughs> that's like yeah, that's a, that's
1: a like great the, recurring
0: the, gag. Oh, it's the best! It's the fucking best! It's like yes, you guys it's like that's why you, the, you fall in love with these guys. You're like ah, oh, you guys are good. You oh, see yeah. the knight, he comes in. <laughs> he he eats the mutton so seriously too, which is
1: great. Oh yeah. And then, of course, this is the uh, the weird guitarist playing the uh, comatose maiden.
0: Yeah, this this I like less. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> where uh, he finds the dead princess, and then I guess he goes on a quest. Oh, but he finds the blacksmith, which is pretty great. Yes. Who's the lead singer? Yes,
1: mm-hmm. and uh, yeah.
0: and Honestly, he gives him a new sword. I love how
1: he. I'll just say uh, th- this video, uh, the lead singer's blacksmith costume is probably my favorite costume in the whole video too, because like it, it's it's very. Dark. Yeah. and dragons looking like it's it, it definitely is like the costume right. that a player character would wear and not like what an npc would wear
0: right <laughs> you know it's yeah it's great it's like leather vest yeah
1: yeah uh i also liked it very briefly in this shot uh the lead singer looks like uh colin salmon a british actor who was in a couple of the pierce brosnan bond films uh he was in a few of the resident evil movies they're a uh, very very similar like and it's it's not in the whole video. It's literally just in that one shot where the blacksmith looks at the knight, like yeah. kind of like gives him that knowing like grin. But they they look almost oh right. in that shot. I think I
0: know who you're talking about. He's very like very serious guy, or he can he plays a very f- serious guy. Yes, uh, I forget what it was, but anyways, I, I know you're talking about. But yeah, this this costume is great because it's like the leather vest with studs, and then like he's still wearing like a torn t-shirt thing Mm -hmm. that looks really good (laughs) but yeah shows off the guns and all the tattoos and i love how see i didn't like it took me a second to get into the vibe of this video when the first time i watched Mm -hmm. it but then it was like this moment here where this this knight is just so stoked to get this sword and he is just like the giant is like kid like he looks like a 10 year old kid getting like a sword (laughs) he's -hmm. so excited and he tosses him the sword and, and also the 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 point where he's just like, "Hey, man, you go get him, knight." Yeah, <laughs> the blacksmith is. <laughs> it's such a fun video. And again, here goes the. There's the mutton chop. So good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I wonder if that guy's really riding his ad horse. We'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I was like I said, it was hard to find information on this. <laughs> have you ever seen the music video for Thor? My name is anger, or no, anger is my middle name. I have like not, that. Have you ever seen? It's I, uh, if you find it it on not, YouTube, I it's like seen any Thor videos. Uh, it's listed as like worst music video of all time or whatever. It's not, but it's very fun to watch. Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's very much like metal nerds. It's very much in the same vibe as this, where it's just like metal nerds running around like what was like a castle in a public park and. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) and fighting a knight or something it's it's a it's definitely worth a watch it's very fun it's like from the early 80s or something i think canadian heavy metal artist thor yeah
1: yeah i'm familiar with the artist i've just never seen any of his videos but yeah oh yeah that all that all Tracks with what I know about Thor.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Good. So, anyways, he's off on this quest. He's riding his horse. He comes to another castle. I I don't know where they found all these castles. Frankly, I'm I'm really wondering (laughs) about this. Uh, because I assume they're they're an American band, right? Yeah, they are. Because they're from Massachusetts or someplace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And anyways, so he wait, what is he doing here? He goes and he finds a book, Mm -hmm. which seems very impressed by, which is going to resurrect the princess. I think. Right. Yep. Is the idea. Yeah. And then this is he fights three hooded whatchamacallit uh specters or whatever cat in an attempt to <laughs> or
1: whatever
0: yeah can yeah which is very much which is one of the big things that they took from the original do video mm-hmm. is but then there's this guy who's playing a wizard who's you know <laughs> we did very much like halloween store wizard outfit with a pointy hat and uh yep. <laughs> yeah which yeah but this is you know he then uh attacks the knight who's trying to resurrect the princess but i don't really understand why the crowd attacks the knight as well maybe they're I, under the I wizard's think, control
1: yeah that's what i i just assumed that the wizard cast a spell that controlled them
0: oh, okay but yeah he's trying to drain his life force or, or something it doesn't quite isn't quite clear but then the lead singer shows up and he stabs the dude in the back
1: yeah all it turns out the
0: that the, the yeah, it turns out the Blacksmith was the secret hero, which it makes more <laughs> sense like I was like, "Wait, why did the lead singer make himself the Blacksmith? Why didn't he make himself the knight? Like that's the, that's the move, <laughs> right?" Because the knight's a jump. Like D- yeah, <laughs> like Dio didn't make himself the Blacksmith, he made himself the knight.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, so this is uh and then the uh the princess is alive again. <laughs> wait, was that guy just stroking that other guy's hair? <laughs>
1: might have been Nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes yes yeah. the guitarist weird... yeah oh yeah the guitarist yeah get very, like, well, the bass player and the guitarist get real silly oh they're okay say, just yeah
0: they're just like oh wait they're just playing the music and then he's like i'm just gonna get this hair out of your face bro like <laughs> i got your back um but this is yeah the uh hugging the princess who is was this very tall guitarist <laughs> yeah um but yeah so it's then it kind of wraps up happy ending <laughs> one last bite of the chocula Yep. <laughs> so great. And yeah. And then, you know, it's just, it's a solid cover. It's very fun. You know, I, I think, I don't know. What do you have to say?
1: I, yeah. it's. I, I threw it on here. Like I said, this is kind of a new metal band showing a more fun side, kind of letting their hair down. And st- yeah. and still turning in a very good cover of a classic metal song mm-hmm. that's definitely like on the short list of probably most important metal songs of all time. I'm sure. Sure. Yeah, and and I honestly I think I think if anyone can listen to that and not enjoy it, then metal and new metal is not for them. Like. Right. (laughs) I I, I think that Killswitch Engage cover is a pretty, pretty serviceable dip your toes in the water to kind of feel like if you're going to have be into it or not.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. It is. It does feel like good entry level because you're like, this is a this is a great song. It's Mm -hmm. like stood the test of time. And this is a solid cover, but it is it's done in this kind of different genre or like the updating of the genre of the metal genre as it moves from kind of the classic sound of Dio to this newer yeah and uh and I like I said I think it's a great cover. It's a you know the song's still great and uh it I don't think it diminishes the uh the original at all. Yeah. Oh. I think that so did this make your list of best covers? You don't have to give away too much. It, it
1: did. It, it was on yeah. my list of best mm-hmm. covers. It absolutely oh, was I hope so yeah
0: yeah so that's great. Cool. So the next video you brought me is it feels more in keeping with what I think of when I think of a new metal video, right? Yes. Which is kind of in my head it's a lot of the corn videos the tool videos mm-hmm. like those kinds of um very dark very kind of industrial uh and stop motion <laughs> so which i was yeah. yeah i was a little disappointed that you didn't pick one of those like classic kind of stop motiony weird tool ones or um so anyways. i mean
1: that that's the thing it's like tool tool is absolutely adjacent to new metal Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't necessarily categorize them with it. Like, oh, okay. I, and this is something Nick, uh, my co-host and I have talked about many times between us and on on uh, the podcast. But like, there are absolutely things that are not new metal, but they are part of the conversation. And I think Tool is part of the conversation, mm. but I don't think they're at the forefront because, I mean, they, they date back to almost the 80s. Uh, They. Oh, really? they They predate. I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of stuff that kind of sets up new metal, but I feel like Korn is the breakthrough example that kind of started to more define what new metal is, and they didn't drop their first album mm. until 94, and Tool was already two or three albums deep at that point. Tool is also, they're absolutely a metal band but mm-hmm. they're uh they're more of a prog band than anything i think
0: really okay
1: so mm. yeah they're, they're a band that we'll probably end up talking about on the podcast eventually but like they're they're definitely not anywhere near the top of our list right now to get to but i i do agree the tool influence in this video i think is very clear yeah and i i also went with i i went with all three of these two in addition to i think them being good kind of jumping in points for uh for a new metal neophyte i mm-hmm. think that they're also very fun conceptual pieces. Like okay. because I, I know what I see a lot in New Metal, it's probably about fifty fifty anymore. A lot of it is just kind of performance with like some stuff thrown in around it. But like that kill switch engage clearly tells a story. Static right. X this video tells a story the power man 5000 video we're going to watch there's a story there's a narrative through line right in those videos and mm-hmm. i i personally like i get so disappointed anytime i see a band drop a new video especially a band that i like and it's just like a performance yeah. video it's like this like because music videos are a really fun medium there's and they're such an easily consumable medium too because they're typically mm-hmm. very short like you know like you can watch a whole bunch of different music videos in the time it takes to watch a Movie, or mm-hmm. even listen to a whole album, or read a book, or any of that stuff. So, I it, it's always disappointing when people don't take advantage of that art form. And these videos, yeah. this one included, I, I think they absolutely. Take advantage of the medium that they're presenting to us in.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah, and I I do enjoy a music video that does have a through line. They're they're usually the most interesting to talk about on the podcast, frankly. Absolutely, but yeah, I feel like you know I, I I said I've said before I like music videos because I like art made by people on drugs, and I feel like music videos are all fueled by one of three drugs. There's alcohol music videos where everybody's either too drunk or hungover. Think of anything good, and those are usually the most boring. They're like the performance videos. Mm-hmm. And then there's like mushroom videos and those are often very trippy and very like interesting to watch and very fun and, and visually inventive and stuff like that. Uh but then the best in my mind are like the cocaine videos where people <laughs> are just doing rail after rail of cocaine and they're just like throwing insane ideas out at the like you know <laughs> just whatever man like yeah 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 like nobody's saying no every idea is getting put in you know <laughs> just yep. like and then just be, and it becomes really fun. So and this one feels a bit in the cocaine video. I mean in the nicest sense, like the cocaine video. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, what if it's you know. So this has the stop motion. There is um in the YouTube uh, or in the uh, Wikipedia page uh, for the music video, I'm sorry to say this is uh, "Push It" by Static X from 1999, and this is directed by Mil- Mick Olsensky. Milk Mick Olsenski, Milk Mick Olsenski, which I tried to look up and I couldn't find anything on. I found a Michael Olsenski who is a, a visual artist who seemed pretty interesting, but is not the same guy. Hmm. But uh, it says it it uh, introduces shots of clay animation creatures similar to those found in Tool videos, interspersed with the band performing, which feels like shade that the Wikipedia. Editors are throwing at uh, static games, but uh, yeah. So the the music video it starts with this lab, and I I might need your because you like this has a narrative. I don't fully understand it, so I might need your help with this.
1: I mean but- it's 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 a narrative in the loosest
0: sense okay uh it's
1: it's i think it's definitely more of an abstract narrative sure um i think it's largely just this little dude trying to figure out what's going on around him and then he gets turned into a little static x dude
0: yeah so yeah it starts out with this little claymation uh laboratory this guy comes in i assumed it was his lab but then i was like wait maybe it's he broke in or he's escaping from this lab i'm not entirely sure but i i think he's it's his lab. I mean he's a little gray alien looking man. He's searching the lab. He's he's pulling it apart. He's looking for something flipping over tables it's very fun and then he finds like a green bottle of something
1: <laughs> yes some absinthe
0: yeah oh man <laughs>
1: that sounds great
0: <laughs> uh he sounds you know, i mean he's well we'll get to it he's, he's gonna have a great day with that uh, absinthe in here in a minute but then we cut to the band performing and this guy takes the bottle of absinthe and he jumps into a hole yeah so we see wayne static who i think passed
1: away a few years ago he passed away in 2015 uh, actually i don't know if, if If you remember, uh, but the first time that me, Mike Kolar and Michael Myers went on tour, uh, Uh he passed away literally the week before we were in Knoxville on that tour, I think. Oh, yeah because static they were actually uh he was scheduled to do a solo performance in knoxville we saw the posters when we were walking around town uh the next day before we left so it was like it was within that week
0: oh yeah so that was but yeah sadly he has passed away now so yeah um but i'm still gonna make fun of his haircut
1: (laughs) it's a very distinctive haircut it's
0: a very distinctive haircut so he has he's the guy he has a braided beard so the first time you see him is in silhouette and you Mm -hmm. see this his the (laughs) the silhouette of his face in profile and the uh, bearded, the braided beard just flying around, (laughs) which I thought was in stop motion at first. I thought this was like that, that this silhouette was also in stop motion I'm not entirely certain (laughs) it isn't, but, um, but then, and then when you see him, he has this, his kind of signature style was that he had this hair that he had gelled up to about 12, 14
1: inches, you say? Yeah, yeah, around there. It's, it's tall.
0: Yeah, and I just, I wanted more than anything, I was, you know, I just wanted more than anything, just a picture of him, like, first thing in the morning when it's just all like laying down limp (laughs) like i wanted to see him him, like opening up his front door in a bathrobe and picking up a newspaper and just having the hair just kind of like hanging all down his face because i just think that would be really funny
1: oh yeah i i would honestly be surprised if any photos like that exist uh, yeah and if they do they're probably pre-static x photographs but yeah. i mean like he but in videos in concerts in press appearances like his hair is always done up i yeah. actually so on a static x related note the first concert that i ever saw was static x and power man 5000 co-headlining together oh really and static nice. static x did a uh, a meet and greet at a record store here in columbus called magnolia thunder pussy so i got to go to that beforehand and He's a much smaller person than you would think, huh. but the hair okay. makes him not seem that small in, uh, <laughs> in everything they do. Cause like i i think yeah. he's shorter than i am like he's not short Turn. short but like the the hair definitely gives him the illusion of being taller than he is i think
0: right oh so do you think this is a uh uh kind of napoleon complex thing where he's just like trying to intimidate or maybe it's like uh you know when you see animals in the wild and you're supposed to make yourself look bigger as an intimidation
1: i mean that factor. could very well be part of it i i think it's <laughs> largely I think it's just uh, a new metal dude trying to stand out and make himself look unique. And he absolutely has done that. Like, I mean, there he are does, many yeah. singers that, that do that. Like, if you're just like, hey, who sings in that uh, that metal band? Uh, he's got the hair that's like always spiked up real tall. Nine <laughs> times out of ten, like, even if they can't name Wayne Static, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that band that does push it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's true. I mean, it is. It's a distinctive look. You gotta you gotta respect that. And it's much better than like I don't know, Fred Durst's distinctive look, which was just like I don't know. I'll put on a red hat. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm less impressed by this, <laughs> uh, but I I like this yeah. more. You know, I like this more than than kind of the. So the band is playing. They're in this kind of gray room
1: yeah it just looks like a derelict warehouse or something
0: yeah which you know man in the 90s and early aughts the the people who rented out derelict warehouses to new metal music videos must have made a fortune
1: oh they had to have made a killing
0: yeah i mean that was really the heyday like they were just they were driving around in rolls royces like it's never gonna end um (laughs) but anyways our little gray friend uh he gets into one of those centrifuge things that they put astronauts into yeah I wonder what it's I forget what it's called. Uh centrifuge thing? <laughs> I don't know. I
1: said I just call it was just called a human no. centrifuge.
0: Human centrifuge, yeah, that's it. So uh though he is not human. As <laughs> we will find no. out in pain, even more so uh going on. But yeah, so he gets in his in the centrifuge with his his bottle of absinthe and turns on some Tanning lamps because he's like it's it's great. It's centrifuge plus tanning bed plus just a place to enjoy your absinthe. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I'm trying to think if absinthe on a centrifuge would be a good idea or a bad idea. Um I don't know. <laughs> to figure that out. Next time we hang out, Dustin will have to get some some absinthe in a centrifuge. <laughs> See how that goes. Um Hell but yeah. so the centrifuge spins so fast, it's so hardcore, because he is pushing it that his skin starts to fly off of his body. <laughs> Which is yep. disturbing at first. And then he uh, he turns into a robot man. Turns out he was a robot man underneath all the gray stuff. Yep. Which I didn't know. I mean, so was he trying to get rid of his gray covering to... I don't know to reveal this true robot man self underneath or
1: I'm not sure. Like I, like I said, okay. I think there is a narrative here, but uh, I think it is a very abstract narrative, which I mean is also right. okay. what every tool video is too. It's like, uh, I don't know. That's, that's the fair. guy put his, put his heart in a box. I don't know what.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it doesn't need to make sense. It just needs to look cool. And, uh, and this yeah. is cool. Also, I also want to say that, that for, for some reason they've changed rooms now. The band. Like when his skin yes. rips off, the band changes into this kind of white room. Uh so less of a industrial warehouse looking thing. So yeah,
1: sterile, it makes you think of robots.
0: Oh yeah. Maybe that's it. Uh but yeah, he the the robot now is wandering around. He escapes the centrifuge he's just wondering he's got a big x on his face because he's a static x robot, and he's staticky he's got like static coming out of his yeah. ears well,
1: he's got he's got the robot version of wayne static hair
0: oh yeah oh i didn't make that connection what yet is, do you think this is yeah, like with his antenna wayne with like wayne meant to be as a robot maybe or, yeah but then he's like i don't know he's in between these magnets or things and i can't tell if he's dancing or if they're hurting him like this scene here do, do you know yeah I don't know, this reminded me of that assembly line in um, Revenge of the Sith.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, what oh. Was it Ge- Geonosha, I think, is the planet.
0: Uh, yeah, wherever yeah, where it was, like Obi-Wan is fighting and they're making battle bots or whatever. Battle droids. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> so he's trying to escape. It looks like he's trying to get out, running through, ends up on another assembly line. And then I think he just kind of ends up. See, but there's all these like jars. I have no idea what's in these jars. Are they hearts?
1: Could be human parts.
0: It, human parts.
1: This is just a replicant I factory.
0: I guess so. So, yeah, and then, I don't know, we never find out if the robot guy gets free, I don't think. Oh, wait, yes, he does.
1: Yeah, I think he's still kind of feeling his way around.
0: Yeah, he's, he's trying to escape useless pistons. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, I hate this. You can't see the end of the video because they always put up so many yeah of these little... Of
1: videos. Well, because literally the last shot is like that... The close-up of him turning and looking at the camera, the little robot dude.
0: Yeah. And I think he is... What's he doing?
1: He's still in there. Like oh, he's, he's still trapped in the, in the factory.
0: The, he's still trapped in the lab. He never escapes. Yeah. Isn't that true? I mean, yeah, but, but Push It felt like... Like, yeah, like you definitely want to put that on your workout mix. And you're like, I am pushing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am. <laughs>
1: Well, and, and also part of the reason I went with Static X and Powerman 5000 for this one is that they, they have very unique sounds and aesthetics within new metal itself. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll talk more about Powermans when we get into the video, but Static X, there's clearly an industrial influence on both of these bands. Industrial and electronic music come up in their work around this. Well, Static X forever, but especially this right. Powerman album, there's a lot of industrial and electronic influence and wayne static has even gone as far like he's branded static x's music as evil disco because (laughs) it's got that industrial uh heaviness behind it but they also like if i don't know how musically inclined you are but if you listen there's a lot of sections in push it where uh, ken jay the drummer is doing like 16th notes on the hi-hat, like doing these really fast beats, which is more fitting for disco music, those style of beats that they're doing. Huh. like And these two bands, especially like at least this era of their output, no, regardless of what they're yelling or like their guitars being down tuned, like the songs have kind of danceable beats to them. So hmm there there's definitely a little more pop sensibility to it as well and again like i said with the evil disco thing like like you never think that that's a thing that exists and then you hear it in regards to static x's music you're like yeah i guess that is a way to describe it yeah yeah
0: i mean yeah it is it is very musically like it gets you amped up you could see like people dancing to it lyrically there's not a lot there it feels very random the lyrics but or it feels very like generic-y um
1: yeah, it's it's about something. I 90 percent certain it's probably about drugs, but
0: yeah, <laughs> it says, yeah, it, it uh, I was. Yeah, I was going through the lyrics before and uh, I was like, OK, so this is just <laughs> tainted by my spin. I'm spilling blood. Yeah, it, it's corrosive. Stiff and yeah it's just kind of random bits of things Anyway, that's not important but yeah I, I i dig i dig that song that's a, a that is a fun song so power man 5000 which is the only band i really knew from this these three that you, that you sent me but because i think i had i had an ex who was who had like a box set of power man 5000 and was like oh this is good stuff and i was like oh yeah i guess it is mm-hmm. pretty okay but this is when worlds collide this is also from 99 mm-hmm. and this is directed by dave myers who is like a incredibly prolific music video director he has like according to the internet music video database has a 181 different music videos that he's done for just like everybody like janet jackson kendrick lamar pink justin timberlake maroon 5 ariana grande taylor swift um i've actually done one of his videos in a previous episode and then like going through that list i was like oh there's a bunch on here i want to do <laughs> Oh, nice. Some of them. but this guy yeah um this guy, yeah, he's a very prolific music video director. So this is kind of early on in his career where he he worked with uh, Power Man 5000. So what was it that d- that drew you to this video for this?
1: So this as far as new metal goes, this is one of my favorite albums of all time in that genre. Oh, okay. So uh I don't know if you saw this in your research but Spider One, the lead singer of Power Man 5000 is actually uh-huh. Rob Zombie's little brother.
0: Oh really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it, it makes sense like they're they're both very kind of high concept nerds when it comes to their music and their videos. Yeah. I think that this album, uh, tonight, the stars revolt. I honestly Uh think it does. It does what they're doing. Like that whole kind of sci-fi B movie thing. I think they do that better on this album than Rob Zombie's done consistently with a lot of his stuff. Like I I like Rob Zombie a lot, but for whatever reason, like this album just hits perfect. Like it's such a Mm. fun. Like it's not a concept album; it's more like a a running thematic approach. Like all the songs are very like kind of B movie, science fiction influenced. Uh Like some other some other tracks on the album, for example, uh, are called like Supernova Goes Pop, Nobody's Real, The Son of X. 5-1 blast off to nowhere like just very hmm. very space inspired imagery and lyrics and even down right. to their performance attire because what they're wearing in this video when i saw them with static x in 1999 when they were touring this album like that was their uh-huh. stage attire too it was like these kind of nifty little cobbled together like half road warrior half spaceman outfits yeah. that they're wearing and i i just dig this song i think it's got a great hook i think it's a lot of fun like i mentioned earlier if you kind of listen to the beats especially on the verses there's a lot of like the kind of 16th notes, like kind of a kind of a dancey beat to it on the verses mm-hmm. and, and it's just a fun video the, this one again it's a little abstract like i don't think we know exactly what the eye of news looking dude is after or whatever but like it's telling a story uh whether or right. not we know the motivations of everyone there is a story in this video and i think it's a lot of fun yeah and, and i just i really dig this album like I, yeah. I would love to see them do like an anniversary tour and just do this album in its entirety again
0: oh yeah yeah it's got like the cover of the album has got that great like old sci-fi novel cover kind of look to it or like oh
1: yeah the yeah the, the artwork on, yeah. on the album layout and everything is, is phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really look into the album, but that seems really neat. Yeah. I did not know that he was Rob Zombie's brother. That's kind of funny. Yep. But yeah, this, this makes sense because it's like, yeah, When Worlds Collide is a classic. There's like a 50s sci-fi film of the same name. Mm. And I was like, okay, so that's what they're kind of referencing this more yes. specifically. And it looks like, did you ever see that Mystery Science Theater episode, uh Space Mutiny? Yes. Yes. Yeah, with uh, and it looks so much like that, which is a very niche reference, but it is like, (laughs) that is a very low-budget sci-fi film that is cheating a spaceship, or it's cheating a warehouse for a spaceship, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're basically, like, they're doing the same thing here, which is pretty funny. But we start with they're in space. We start with an alien planet going out. We we see static X performing either on this Power alien planet or on a spaceship. Huh? Uh, uh, oh, Power Man Power 5000. Man. Sorry. But yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, they're in this bar, this alien bar, which is pretty great. It's like they they're very 90s looking the the hair color like his bright yellow hair. The other guy has this bright red spiked up hair, the goggles mm. like this feels this is so like 1999. Mm ends yeah
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> this basically looks like uh most icely cantina during pride month
0: yeah <laughs> exactly like
1: that that is 100 the vibe
0: yeah it's pretty good it, yeah and it's like people are having a great time they're dancing sexy space ladies you know everybody's into it except uh oh they've caught the <laughs> attention of this guy who looks like ming the merciless crossed with pinhead <laughs> like <laughs> He's, he's To me, he looks
1: like, did you ever see the uh, Power Rangers movie, the first one? Because he kind of no. looks like Ivan Ooze from that. That's the vibe that I always got.
0: Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, he has that, like, he instantly, everything about him screams, I'm a villain. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm yeah, <clearly> yeah. The, <laughs> I'm, I'm clearly the antagonist of this piece. <laughs> you know, he's got a lackey who shows up. He's got just, like, a big red pointy head with no face, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, and I, I, I like this guard because it looks like a cross... Between, like, uh, the Gamorrean pig guards in uh, Return of the Jedi at Jabba's Palace but yeah. also the uh the red suited imperial guards at yeah. the end with palpatine e- exactly it's like yeah weird amalgamation it's really cool <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> it's like uh we could really only afford the helmet part of the armor so it's <laughs> gonna have to make up the rest <laughs> yep but you know this guy he's great he's got in addition to having big nails in his head he's got long finger pointy finger nails but he seems you know, so it seems like his thing is like i like this power man 5000 to bring them to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know he's like I they, they will be my slaves and play for me forever <laughs> so it's great they get captured they get captured by these guards with you know in what is a pretty uh poor struggle there <laughs> and <laughs> I love the what's the lead singers against spider one spider one when they're taking him down the hallway he's kicking like a toddler who's being put in a timeout like <laughs>
1: oh yeah he <laughs> like th- he sells those moves <laughs>
0: Yeah. So the band is now playing for this Overlord, and all their costumes have changed. They all look like they're dressed like Ant Man from the movie. Yeah,
1: they got these red and black suits
0: now. <laughs> these red and black suits, and um, we see it looks like the space the uh, Overlord's harem, which yes. I find really funny because it's like this lady is naked. One of these ladies is naked. The one down here in the lower right hand corner, and then it looks like they've covered yep. up her nipples with bigger fake nipples.
1: <laughs> 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 Space nipples.
0: Space nipples. <laughs> the Rigelian nipples. I don't know. It's just <laughs> very funny. Just these space babes that, that uh, are in this guy's uh, space harem. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he is just loving having Power Man 5000 there for him. <laughs> he's just into the band. Yeah, well, it's, it's great that he's he's such a professional that even though he's being held against his will, he's singing the music still, which is oh, great. Oh, yeah, you gotta. <laughs> <Consummate> <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, I am an artist. I will, <laughs> you know, I'm going to do, you know. Okay, so then here, su- seemingly surprising everybody, Spider-1 hits these guards and unleashes some kind of energy blast mm-hmm. when he hits them. And this seems to be a shock. To even Spider One himself. He's yes. like, I didn't know I had superpowers.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a chosen one situation or something. Yeah. Where he, he had to activate his powers, but he didn't know yeah. he had them to activate. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is like, honestly, this is exactly the same plot as Captain Marvel. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> So yeah, so then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh shoot, I can shoot I can shoot energy beams out of my hand." <laughs> so then he starts like evaporating these guards, like killing these guards with these with his energy beams, which okay, cool, cool sci-fi twist. And then Ming here has a power ring that he's shooting. There's yeah, the classic two two energy beams, which you know, you love to see it every time. It never gets old. Like two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two powerful people shooting energy beams out of their hands at each other like it's great like <laughs> oh yeah
1: this uh the harry potter and voldemort uh confrontation in deathly hallows part two completely ripped this off
0: oh for sure yeah <laughs> i mean i think if you it. went to if you went to the director i uh, would probably if you went to jk rowling she'd be like oh this was a huge influence on me uh, <laughs> 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 so, so like the confrontation that was great is like oh yes well you know if you've seen power man five thousands when world collide <laughs> Anyways, I should say trash human being uh, J.K. Rowling. Yes, she sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just a quick shout out to J.K. Rowling who sucks. But uh, yeah, so he blasts her if this guy passed his own throne and then behind his throne is some weird piece of medical equipment that looks like a cat scan machine or something i don't know like yeah (laughs) like this is his x-ray machine and he's also a dentist when he's not uh trying to take over the universe
1: (laughs) he just gives himself an mra an mri twice a day
0: yeah just whether he needs it or not Yep. you know he's, he's you know he he seems like he's got some health issues what with having literal nine inch nails sticking in his head yeah <laughs> so then uh, the band is transported back to their original their original gig yeah. not missing a note there again these guys pro Fashion, no, you know, <laughs> and yeah, because they're just like, we're back at the gig. Everybody's like, cool, you're back at the gig. And they're just dancing along and loving it. And uh, the universe is saved once again, thanks to Power Man 5000. I was trying to figure out the band name. If there was like a if this was a reference to something that I didn't know.
1: I don't think it is. No. I, I think it's just what they went with.
0: It just sounded cool. And it does. It sounds cool. Yeah, it's up. It's up there with Manor Astro Man Arastraman in terms of like just a really fun band name. <laughs> yeah. So, Dustin, any final thoughts on uh Power Man
1: 5000 video or any of the videos we talked about today? Uh, I mean, like I said, uh, I, I brought these in as kind of a gateway. If you've ever wanted to listen to New Metal and didn't know where to start, I think these three songs are kind of a good jumping off point to give you an idea of just how different they can sound uh, and how much fun they can be right I mean, these, these all three of these are these are bands that i go back to i still listen to static x i still listen to power man 5000 like especially those first couple albums from each of them so i mean mm-hmm. like i said so some of it does stand the test of time and i and i think these these songs do hold up. Uh, they're just as much fun as the first time I ever heard them. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they are fun. And you're right that the whole new metal genre, being somebody who has not really delved into it too much, just kind of have a surface knowledge of like Limp, Limp Biscuit and... Even like kid rock and all these kinds of other,
1: yeah,
0: and corn. It's just like it feels very aggro and it feels very like angry. And like you said, you know, as a young kid who hated his dad, I feel like this genre could just be called, you know, hate my dad metal. <laughs> um, that was a terrible joke. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, it, it it felt yeah it felt very aggro and it felt very self-serious and very like it is it is nice to see yeah. people who are not taking it quite as seriously who are actually like oh we're we're in a band because it's fun you know mm-hmm. and that's pretty good so yeah so that was a nice that was a nice treat i yeah i was i wasn't sure what ones you'd pick and they were they were all new to me and uh and Perfect. so they were nice yeah they were nice oh, yeah. nice uh refreshing you know yeah they weren't what i expected dustin so so quality work buddy
1: hell yeah happy to play
0: Please. Yeah. So, Dustin, uh, is there anywhere that people can uh, check you out if they want to they can listen to new metal who this?
1: Uh, yeah. So you can actually see what I got going on. All my social tour dates, which are actually starting to become a thing again. Shows. Oh, yeah. Which I'm excited about. You can check all that out at dustinmeadowscomedy.com, which is also where I host the podcast lives. You can also find new Metal Who Dis on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, like however many other podcatchers I link this right. up to. Like you can find it just about anywhere now.
0: Right. If you found this podcast, you can find that podcast.
1: <laughs> yep. And we should have new episodes dropping in the next two weeks or so. I'm getting back on a. Uh, probably a bi-weekly release schedule uh we're going to be dropping them on yeah. mondays so yeah nice. but in the meantime we've got a catalog of 11 episodes banked so you can get caught up between now and then
0: awesome yeah well that sounds fun but yeah check right. that out guys if you enjoyed this if you want to get more into new metal let this be your entree into it but dustin thanks again uh always a, always a pleasure to talk to you and uh take care man likewise you too thanks for having me bye